morning. Nice to be together again and nice to know that we are getting together really soon. Um, we're in day 174 and the lockdown's going to level one. I believe that God's got a recovery and a restoration ahead for us. Uh, it'll take time, I know. And, but the wonderful thing is that we're all working together for that. And that's wonderful. And I'm so thankful to God for that. Um, I believe I've got a word from God this morning to encourage all of us into a place where we can have recovery and restoration because it's been a long, long haul. I know for many of us, it's been long months. Um, where I'm staying here, it's been a, a, a fight against uh, keeping the corona virus at bay. It's been a lot of hard work for our management. But only, not only that We've had a lot of strife in the building, a lot of contention ha happening. Uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, even when we are trying to keep our heads above water. But God's been faithful and God is working in that situation. So we're very blessed to see that happen. Strengthens our faith and, and prepares us for what God has ahead for us. So the, for those of you who are weary today, overwhelming, we all get overwhelmed. We all get pressured. We all have had trials. We've all had these things happen. Can I encourage you today that God is with us and he's for us and he has a special plan. I want to give you an example in the word of God this morning. The life of David. David absolutely, his life really encourages me because David was a man just like you and I. The weaknesses he had, we've got weaknesses and he became overwhelmed. He became discouraged. He cried out to God. And so the Psalms are full of those areas and those things where we cry out to God and say, God help us. And that's beautiful because his power is made strength and strong in my weakness. So 1 Samuel chapter 30, so, bigger pardon, 1 Samuel, uh, yes, 1 Samuel chapter 30, uh, verse 1, the picture of David and his men going out to war. And David took his men with him. They went out to a battle. When they came back, they obviously were tired from the battle, looking forward to their families, looking forward to coming home. And as they came up the horizon, I can imagine the horror in their hearts as they saw blowing black smoke coming from the place where they'd left all their possessions, all their wives and their family. When they reached Ziklag where they'd left, they found nothing. They found charred endings. They found nothing. It was burnt. Everything had gone. What a shock. What a shock to David. What a shock to his men. The first thing that happened with them was they found their strength in God by doing this. They came and they wept until they could not weep anymore. There's a great healing in weeping. There's a great healing in crying out before God. I love psalms I've had with my room where I've cried in anguish before God. It's a wonderful release of, of our hearts to cry out the pain and to allow God to, to wash and cleanse us and heal us. They had that experience of that very, very area in their lives. Then something strange happened to top up the loss David's very special men, his great, great mighty men, those who were faithful to him, those who backed him, were the very ones who turned around and said they're going to stone him. 
They said, it's your fault, David. We're going to stone you. They wanted to kill David. I love the response of David. He didn't falter. He didn't panic. David got on his knees in front of his men and he found his strength in God. You and I might say, well, what actually is that? I want to say it's a surrendering of our hearts and lives to Jesus. It's absolute surrender in the presence of God, crying out in prayer, in the word of God. David found his strength. When the men saw this, they were, wow, this is our leader. Look. And the second thing that David did that really, really encouraged me and what we're doing is that he found and he asked for Abathur the priest. Bring the ephod, he said. I want to inquire of God. This step is a very important step. We mustn't move out of where we are until we've heard what God's plan is for us, especially now, especially in this period, especially in the protocol that we are facing. But David heard from God. He inquired of God and God spoke to David. And God told David, David, go out. Take your men and go and get back. Restore. Recover what you've lost. When David had that Word of God in his heart. He, he had heard from Jesus. He had heard from God. He'd heard from the Spirit of the Lord. And that's what strengthened him. And when I hear from God, oh my, it is such a release and such a blessing and such a confidence that comes in my heart, knowing that I'm stepping out, not on my own, but I've got God in me, the hope of glory, Christ, and I've also got God behind me. Going before me and being my rear guard. This is a wonderful thing. So this is what David did. David got hold of his men. 200 of the men stayed behind. They were too weary from the trip before, from the battle before. They stayed behind, which was absolutely fine. And David and his men, the 600, moved forward to look for the raiding party. They had no idea where to go, but they knew that God was giving them the go-ahead and they were confident that God would lead them. I'm amazed at the way that God led them. They came across a wandering Egyptian, the son of a Malachite slave, just on his own. What was he doing just wandering around the area? And David was kind to him. And this Egyptian turned around to David and said, please don't kill me. I will lead you into victory. Who would have thought that God would use an Egyptian? I would have been very wary of him. I would have thought, well, I don't know about this guy. He possibly could be, you know, camouflaged or taking us down and getting us wiped out. Don't kill. Don't ever kill what God is bringing to us. Sometimes we kill the plan of God because we just don't know. Could the spirit be overlook it? We, we think can't be that, can't be this, because it seems so, so, so strange. This Egyptian was very instrumental in leading David and his men to the raiding party. When they got there, David and his men went down and they fought from early morning till dusk. 
No one got away except a few young men who rode away on camels. But the plunder was so great that nothing the word of God says was missing. Not one child, not one sheep, not anything that belonged to David and his men were missing. They recovered everything plus plunder. So I want to encourage you here today. God's plan for us moving forward will be recovery. Recovery of our souls, recovery of our faith, recovery of jobs, recovery of so much that he has in store ahead for us. Some of us at this time thinking, gosh, can I actually believe after all what we've seen, gone through, battled with, hardly had food on the table. God's plan. Back at Ziglag there was nothing to eat. Back at Ziglag there was nothing to look forward to. Back at Ziglag there was just ashes. Had not David, in Ziglag, chosen to trust God, had he not taken the initiative to fight the good fight of faith and be faithful to God and inquire of God, he would have never recovered a thing. Him and his whole army, those Amalekites would have got away with everything. And that's what the enemy wants to do. And the enemy waits until we are down. He waits until we are weak. He waits until we unsuspecting and he attacks us always to kill always to steal and always to break us down so here was the story and David and his men came back on the way back an interesting thing happened some of the men said to David David why should these men who stayed behind get anything we fought the fight we went into battle they've done nothing and David's heart was oh no God's heart is not this. You see in the body of Christ, those who remain behind and those who go forward, we are still one family. And David said, no, they are going to be restored. They're going to have their families back. They're going to have all. We're not leaving them out. No one will be left behind in this recovery. So if you're feeling weak, you're feeling exhausted, even if you stay behind and pray, I want to say today, it's a beautiful place. We need Every one of us mobilized with faith for recovery time. When God leads us, how God leads us, that's all in God's hands. It's an amazing picture of God's recovery. And you know, you might be saying today, I don't know if I've got faith to believe. Let us together pray for each other till we find. Until we believe, until we strengthen and strong again. Let us do that together. Because this is the plan. And this is the purpose of God. In all these things is always to, for recovery. And you know, when we go and we, have, we get our recovery, it's always more. There's always plunder. There's always going to be something. You know what I feel for those of you who've lost jobs? And you look, when we look at the news and we look at the economy and we look at this and we look at that, well, well, well that gives us the negative of all negatives. We, we, we battle to believe, could there be a job out there for me? Could there be restoration? Could there be recovery? God can do anything. What's impossible with man is not impossible with God. Oh, God's got a plan. And I feel a stirring in my heart. Let's stir up the gift within us. Let's have the faith to believe God. Let us together fight the good fight of faith. You see, we need each other because on our own, but in unity together, wow, 
God commands a blessing. God commands us. <clears throat> Pray for each other. Strengthen each other. Encourage each other in the faith. That's the wonderful part of it. So we together, as we pray and we trust God, we are already moving forward and we're trusting God for a strategy. And as that strategy unfolds, let us not kill the plan of God. Let us not discourage and perhaps move away from who he sends or move away from the plan unaware of how he's leaving us. But let us be prepared in all things together to conquer. So just part of it to recap a little bit here and to encourage you this morning is let us not stay behind in zigzag. Don't let us become so familiar with this hardship and this time of you know, uh, endurance, slackness, to stay there. Let us be prepared to say, God, I'm, I'm going to strongly get myself encouraged in you, get myself ready, get my emotional life ready, and really trust you together that we're going to see much restoration and much reconciliation in the body of Christ come. We need to prepare because God's got plans. I believe many people are going to get saved. I believe many people are going to come to Jesus. The people watching our lives as we live through this pandemic, some of our family have got the virus and have come through. They've really been uh, uh, strengthened and they've come through well. When the people see this, they think, you know, they really are strong. They really have the power of God. And I believe people are going to start turning to Jesus. And I believe it's a strategy of God to show his love for the people that he died for. And we, I want to say, someone said this the other day, you know, it's amazing to be living in a time like this. Now I suddenly thought, well, wow, it's quite a challenge to be living in a time like this. But what a blessing it is to really be living in a time like this. To see the end time harvest God's going to bring in. We believe that. We trust God for that. People raised up. Churches planted. Wonderful. People going out into the fields. Traveling into the nations. Doing the work of God. Apostolic teams coming in to encourage and strengthen our hearts. What a joy. What a privilege to serve Jesus through these hard times and these difficult areas. We are very, very blessed. So encouraging each other in the Lord, it's great to encourage ourselves in God and get strengthened and be prepared to go. Be prepared to go out wherever God tells us to go because our recovery is going to take a fight. It didn't, God didn't just let it fall into the hands of David while he was at Ziglag. God didn't just bring the raiding party back to repent and say, here's your... We have to fight for some things. And that's where the good fight of faith comes in. That's where we restore and we see the glory of God. We see the provision and the blessing of God. In all those areas, we are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. And we are aware that God's plan is God's plan. That we can trust God with all our hearts in every era, every situation, every place to say, God, I'm prepared. I'm ready. And I'm going to be part of this. I'm going to be part of praying and seeking you and be part of supporting and going and doing whatever you're calling me to do. 
Because that plan of God has never stopped. It never will. We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has already prepared that at the sum of our lives. I believe that we're going to look back and we're going to say, well, you know, in my life there was an overwhelmingness, but something's changed in my heart and life. God has done something so special in my life. I'm not really in some areas the same person I used to be. That's going to be the blessing. And that's part of recovery as well. That's part of the blessing of God as well. So I'd like to pray for you, please, today. I'd love to end with prayer, to reach out. Whenever we feel God speaks, I believe we should pray and we should respond to what God's saying. So let's bow our heads. If you'd like to pray, please feel welcome. So Father, today I pray for all my brothers and sisters. I pray for all those there who are feeling downhearted, maybe lonely, Lord God. Lack of faith, Father, in zigzag. Father, just looking at these burnt ashes saying, will we ever get anywhere? I'm asking God for you to restore us in our faith. That, Father, we can be prepared to seek your face and come before you and rejoice in you and be ready to go out to fight that good fight of faith. Each one of us is involved. However small or great the task, we are together as a body. Father, I pray. Lift up the hands of your people, Father. Lift up their hearts, God. Heal the sick, Father. There's no distance in prayer. For people suffering in their bodies, Father, I pray for a supernatural empowerment of your spirit right now. For those who perhaps, Father, are hurting and broken in their hearts, Father, won't you heal emotions? Won't you heal, Father God? people's lives today, that they can rise up and say, Father, we are one body, one Lord, one spirit, and together we're going to see a great recovery coming. May your name be glorified in this recovery, Lord. May your name be glorified as people's lives are touched everywhere. We believe that every church, Father, we pray, we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful week in Jesus' name. Amen.